them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too she promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we have uh, some nerd news. We are going to be talking about the first episode of season two of Batwoman. And we're going to talk WandaVision episode three. And we're going to dive into our mail sack. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to dive into your mail sack. (laughs) At first. She said. But first, we have a very special announcement. Da, 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 da. We are giving away a Caprell one-on-one with the Galaxy Con. It's for February 7th, so it's not the first weekend of Galaxy Con. It's the next weekend. It's the session that Kat added on because she's awesome. But we're not going to tell you how you can win it yet. You have to listen to the whole podcast. Somewhere in the podcast, we're going to give you the instructions. <laughs> That's the definition of a haystack. That's all. Those are always fun to find. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know you it's better off if you just listen to the whole episode. The We're part. gonna make it pretty obvious when yes, it is you, happening. <laughs> you will know <laughs> when the instructions are being given. So uh, buckle in, get yourself comfortable, grab a beverage of your choice, and let's dive into the mail sack. Jump on in, Tara. Get the mail. <laughs> okay, I'm getting it. Alrighty. Well, we got three emails this week. Ooh. Woo. It's a full <laughs> sack right there. <laughs> the first one I'll read. Oh. It's from our friend Mish. Mish. So Show Mish. Mish writes, and the subject is Mish. Because last, last week I questioned, I didn't know if it was Mish or Mish, but we went with Mish because that's what felt right. Yeah. And she has Mish. Rhymes with fish, which is a dish I do not wish. <laughs> Little Dr. Seuss action. Pretty good, man. She says, congrats on saying my name right. Although, let's just say it's a good thing I don't include my last name because nobody has ever stood a chance with that one. Now I'm mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I think I heard some suspicion in the background from Wendy regarding the placement of my placement of Shaw and the potential real person bracket and magic the gathering. So <laughs> if you didn't join us last week, Mish was also the beloved author of magic the gathering uh a game that we um requested when we didn't really know what we were requesting and she sent us this amazing uh thing that she made up and it's awesome we're totally gonna play it uh anyway but root in the sci-fi category which is totally valid and i forgot to mention the reason it's completely self-serving. I don't want to have to choose between them. So instead, I shamelessly use the machine as an excuse to put them in different brackets. Mish, I applaud your efforts and I totally uh, approve of that because you, you can't pick between the two. So right. good job. Okay. Good job. Good. And I fully confess that the reason I didn't go ahead and make an example bracket is because I don't have enough familiar- familiarity with this Texas accents is very hard to say Tough. things like familiarity <laughs> without sounding like a total redneck <laughs> with enough characters to flesh one out. Hmm. But it sounds like AK has covered that and then some. <laughs> yes, we will. I think we had some mail from AK as well. We do. 
And she goes on and she says, also, I wholeheartedly second the suggestion of Gideon the Ninth. Okay. We got that book suggestion last week. Second recommendation. She's the clueless jock swords lesbian we needed in these trying times. And as a bonus, there's already a sequel that will make you feel as confused and clueless the entire time as Gideon was in the first one. It's a good thing, I promise. I do. I would like to be called the jock swords lesbian. And swords lesbian is all one word. Huh. I like that. That is fun. Should it be hyphenated, though? Or is it just one word? Maybe yeah. Maybe it makes sense in the book. Maybe it's a book, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, she says, all, uh, also, also, I got to ask, and she's the first person to ask this, and I, it, it's, uh, <laughs> why do you nearly always say 1D after you mention your twi- Twitter handle at the end of the episode? I may have missed something when I was skipping around haphazardly through your old episodes, but every time I hear it, I'm like a million question marks. Is there an <laughs> imposter account with an extra D in its name? Did you mistype it when you first created it? Am I just mishearing? Oprah's Oprah's so what is the truth dot gif so I'm guessing there was a a, a gif there that uh, ah you weren't supposed to read that that probably wasn't supposed to read that okay oh probably not (laughs) (laughs) oh it like didn't load or something didn't translate this so okay and this is happy almost inauguration day may it be as uneventful as it should be true and it was thank Thank you. you and it was oh man okay well, the podcast. This, so let's, Wendy let's pull, says, "Let's pull back the curtain." Podcast. We're going to pull back the curtain behind the yeah. scenes here. Right, right. So our Twitter handle is S N O P O D C A S T. So it's S N O. She nerds out podcast, but we say it like snob oddcast because we're weird and we are odd. <laughs> so when we say snob oddcast, I have to mention that oddcast is with. 1D, not 2. Because you'd think we would be odd, and, uh, you know, Couldn't and have a name. But thought of that before we would have just put the 2Ds we in We kind of called it Snow Podcast. Maybe Snow. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Snop Oddcast just makes more sense for us. But that's what it's for. Okay. But I was confused. to put it I wonder- Oddcast. Yeah. It won't work because it's only one D. Right. Uh, I uh, yeah, I was confused. I was like, "Why do you keep telling one D? Why are you interrupting <laughs> me? Get all in my business like that." And then, and then I understood. Okay, I guess that's why. It's yeah. It's right. so that you can find us. So that, we like to make things as confusing as possible. And if you don't know that by now. <laughs> right. That's, that's our jam. Our mo. So. Uh, and I just I found the Oprah. So what is the truth <laughs> gif? And I just dropped it in our, our Facebook chat if you guys want to see oh, what she's well, talking about. Well, thank you. That would have been really helpful before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's uh, equally as engaging when you just read the text. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see now. <laughs> yes, that's what I was it was. trying to give it life. But. Well, it took me a second to figure it out. And, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a second email. Oh. From oh. Karen with a C. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Got to get this open. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you plan to discuss the prom. I'm looking forward to your review. I apologize. We were going to do it last week. I had to go out of town, so we didn't have a chance. And then WandaVision came and Batwoman's back. So, I mean, I we will definitely do it. Yes. Um, I heard you say that you have questions for me. I would be more than happy to answer mm. any questions you have. Again, love your show. Keep up the good work, Karen. I love that Tara got the lengthy email and I got like three sentences. Um, so, Kat, I believe you're I the one who had to some read questions. It, yes. 
Yeah. I do have questions. Uh, Karen, specifically, you know, are you are you mixing it live? Do you have like orchestra on one track? Do you have all the individual artists on isolated tracks? Are you mixing that live or do you have an automated board where it, when each scene comes up, it mixes to a pre let you pre-program the board? Uh, that's one question. And also, I'd love, I'm sure you have all kinds of really fun stories about working on all these different shows before they go to Broadway. It sounds like you do a lot of the um, the touring stuff. Maybe I don't know. I'm just I, I've I I did a little bit of live theater um, in college, so I, I love live theater. Some of the most fun I had uh, in school was doing theater. So yeah, I, I would love to to pick your brain. I'm just really curious about the professional level. Like how it must be so crazy. It must be so crazy. But yeah, I'm 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 in awe of you. It sounds like a great gig. Should we should we wait for her to answer? Yeah, let's just okay. hold on. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just wait. Wait. <clears throat> okay. Time's up. Okay. Well, I don't think that's. We'll, we'll wait. We'll, we'll go offline. That one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I have a couple emails here. Hmm. Wait. A couple. Well, we need a shout out to our sound wait, effects. Two plus a couple doesn't equal three. Well, listen. Well, who's this from? <laughs> what happened? Uh, AK has sent us some oh. emails. All right. Award-winning AK, I think oh, you mean. Yes, Snoppy award- award-winning. Award- <laughs> what did yeah. she win, by the way? I think it was like best listener or like best email or like most uh, – we'll have to go back and look exactly. Yeah, I don't know, Tara. Don't- it was like encompassing <laughs> all of those things. You're going to start a listener war if you say she's <laughs> the best listener. Most engaged listener. Look – if That's you would true. have seen the email we got. <laughs> uh, so it's <laughs> Mish sent us Magic the Gathering. Yes. And AK essentially sent us the Dungeons and Dragons form of this. She did. Uh, she sent us the game we want to play. She sent the player's handbook, basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, so AK writes, you like Snoplings, eh? Snoplings. Last, last week she called us Snoplings. And mm-hmm. then Wendy, I think you countered with, how about Snop Tarts? I like Snoplings, though. <laughs> I do like it. AK said, the, uh, Snop Tarts, these would be the groupies who throw themselves at you. <gasps> we sure have any? Snop Tarts, that's what <laughs> Where are they? They have yet to be identified. There are, are, are <laughs> the Snop the Snop Tarts are like super chill. Like they're, you know, they're not like too overt about it. They're just like. Good one, AK. I like that. Very I quietly like that. adoring us from afar. <laughs> um <laughs> She also says, uh, you taking the piss was hilarious. Uh, taking the piss means uh, you're making fun of somebody. In, in <laughs> I was like, wait, when did she go to the bathroom? Taking the, taking the, the piss means uh, ha- having a laugh is another way to okay. say it. Rock hardness is a totally valid badassery category. <laughs> it is. Cheers for outing me as a massive nerd with too much time on my hands. Welcome to the pandemic, kids. Mm-hmm. And then she it's says, real. I... I doff my hat to Mish, Magic the Gathering, shoot level punning. Actual stroke of genius, A++. I see where she's going with this. I like her four brackets for knockout. That could simplify things. Perhaps we should combine our efforts, see if we can work this game out. She clearly knows some shows I'm not up to speed on. She's the the Trexpert, right? So, yeah, I think we hook up Mish and AK, and I think mm-hmm. they take some time to develop this <laughs> for us. Flush then, it out, yeah. And then they explain it to us, <laughs> and then we play it. Right. Okay. And then, and even so, this is a a good a couple a couple pages long. So, 
she does get into more of the the brass tacks of the game. So I'm going to forward this to Mish directly. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> and then she says, "You little buggers have not. Uh, you little buggers have got me watching Shira. Yay! And it's actually kind of great. Damn it! She seems pissed about that. Uh, I was. I, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to learn that J. Michael Straczynski was a creator of the original series. Who knew? He's had a He's had a hand in mu- in much good stuff, and Sandra O oh is voicing a character. Get oh, in. Did you not know that, Tara? No. Yeah, that's another reason you should be watching. Wait, is Shira? Yeah, she's Sandra a re- O, recurring character. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I I'm didn't s- know that either. I'm saying, guys, come on. Uh, and then AK uh, has some thoughts on Wandavision. She says the only th- the only thing about it I like is Emma Caulfield Stone being back on the small <laughs> screen. I feel like they intend I feel like they intend that we should be intrigued but I'm mostly just irritated by the whole thing having to sit through 20 minutes of aggravate, aggravating bollocks to get to the <laughs> inter, intermittent little bits of payoff meh she says uh not a fan and she also says I hope you're still celebrating Kamala and Joe's swearing in yes we are Woo! definitely and then uh AK sent uh, some follow-ups. She sent us a couple of pictures. It's snowing apparently in the Cotswolds. And so she sent a couple of lovely photos of uh, presumably her, her, either her house or her neighborhood. It looks magical. It's very, it's jealousy inducing. Yes. Really. I would give it's my out of the holiday. Yeah, yeah. I just, mean, it, it is, it looks magical straight out of Harry Potter. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's just a charming little like kind of lane, and there's a house, and there's snow all over everything. It's just like forget it, AK. Now, honestly, I feel like she's just rubbing it in. No, I, I really do. I feel like um, this is a punishment of some kind <laughs> that I'm sure we deserve. Uh, sure. But no, I but I'm loving it. Yeah, uh, amazing. But it's we, oh man, we should definitely I, we 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 will we will be out to to record an episode one I day. Can, in the I can just envision like our little table set up like in that snowy lane. Yeah. Just like right in the middle. Yeah. And we're just out there and like Talk our to people as they walk and, by. like our Bernie Sanders hat and gloves <laughs> out there. And we're just freezing and we're doing <laughs> our masking that's, gloves, I guess it is. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. And then she also sent a photo of some fan art. Uh, so she said back near the start, maybe in your first cast, I faintly remembered you said you wanted to see our nerdy art craft endeavors. So here you go. In my defense, we really don't get snow that often and it's not the easiest to work with. Five, <laughs> five, she did a good job though. Yes, five, she did. Five minute snow Norbert. So it's a little dragon. It looks like maybe on a, the back patio or something. I'm not sure. To, there's not really a good scale like as to how big it is. Is it like a teeny? Either way, it's really cool. It's really yeah. good. It's a little. Yeah. It's, it's a snow dragon. dragon. We'll yeah. Post it for sure. We're gonna post it. AK. we're not gonna post your house. We're gonna post Norbert. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't would want be, the no snot tarts heading your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, with 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 her accent, I think she'd have more more snot mm, yeah. tarts than we would. Oh, I don't know about that. Our accents are great. <laughs> In an adorable little village. That's uh, yeah. She got. She got. I'm a snot tart for that. You know? <laughs> and we do want to see your arts and crafts. If you do yes. like fun sci-fi type of, you know, any kind of art, a combination thereof, we love seeing craft. Tara's a big craft well, nerd. For sure. yes. One of the biggest things I miss through this pandemic 
mm-hmm. is really going to those arts and crafts shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, and yes, the conventions are fun, but what I really love is to go and, and see all the, uh, just whether it be local artists or uh, people that have converged and showing off their stuff. I just, that's my favorite part is to just go around and find all the unique fun things that people make hand make. Yeah. And it's really impressive. So usually uh, when I would, when I go to conventions, the thing I usually buy is fan art. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's Same. always, it's, it's so it's, it's, it's more fun. It's kind of outside the box sometimes and you get some really cool original stuff. I love the mm-hmm. unique stuff. So yeah, I, I miss that too, Tara, for sure. I really think that's one of my favorite things um, about the law is that you can't be sued if you make art, even if it's like licensed art. If you hand make something from Game of Thrones, Doctor Who, um, it's you won't you can't get sued like it's your your thing. As long as you it's handmade um, as like an art. Right. You know, they can you can draw, uh, you know, cat and Dom as, you know, from as way hot right. and you can sell it and that's your art. Um, so I love that. That's one of like my favorite things when mm-hmm. you can go and you can get, you know, you can get a Harry Potter curtain because it's handmade, yes. you know? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. Uh, okay. Let's, let's close up the sack. Let's put the sack away, Tara. <laughs> put it away. All right. I'm putting <laughs> put it away. Put your sack away. away. I don't know what that sounds like, but it's a way now. And now, nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Mm. Well, this is very important. So, guys, we need to to give a big congratulations to Kristen Stewart because she is now officially the richest LGBTQ plus star in the world. Round of Ooh. applause for Kristen Stewart. Girl. She's a rich gay. <laughs> so <laughs> according to uh, an article on giantfreakingrobot.com, mm. Kristen uh, freaking. is now freaking, freaking. It, freaking, no G, no G. So Kristen Stewart. Is there a height? Is there like an apostrophe? Okay? No. Like freaking? Oh, okay. All right. It's just no G. So Kristen, who identifies as bisexual. She is now at the number one position as highest earning LGBTQ plus star in the world. And this article lays it all out there. She's got a net worth of over $70 million. Mm, It's not bad at all. I'm actually kind of surprised. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe she would have a little more, but she's doing okay. Don't feel bad. You know, that Twilight deal probably set her up for a while. Uh, Yeah, I hope so. I don't think Kristen Mm -hmm. has to worry about anything ever again. Money-wise. She probably didn't after Twilight. (laughs) So anything else that's been added on to Twilight. Sure. I mean, there were four of those movies, right? There's four Twilight. Yeah. So she's she's okay. So she pushes RuPaul into second place. Really? RuPaul? 60 million. Yeah. Mm. Now, you're not going to guess who number three is. It surprised me. Who is it? It's Gillian Anderson, who also identifies as bisexual. Uh, I really? for, I forgot Officially? that. She, yeah, I mean, I know that she. Whenever she had talked about, uh, like in her in her teens and twenties, I know that she had dated women, and I kind of forgot about that. How could I forget about that? <laughs> That's I wonderful. And wonderful to be reminded of that. Uh, she's she's uh, has a net worth of of uh, around forty million bucks. Good for her. And then we go down to towards the bottom. Uh, Cynthia Nixon 
uh, is number f- doesn't matter who cares about numbers uh, Jesse Ferguson <laughs> is on the list with 20 million Holland Taylor 15 million Dan mm. Levy yay Dan 14 million mm. Elliot Page yay David <laughs> yay David yay David <laughs> Uh, hey, David. Elliot Page is right below Dan with 12 million, and then Sarah Paulson kind of rounds it out our top 10. Um, that really surprises me that Sarah Paulson is so is lower than all of those other people. Same. Yeah. 12 million because bucks. She, I feel like she's been in so many things. Yeah, she does a lot uh, of TV. Um, Jesse's got all that modern family money. Mm-hmm. And I frankly, guess Cynthia's I, living off the. Of- so I'm the city I'm surprised Jesse Tyler Ferguson is so low on this list because of all the mm-hmm. residuals, man. Like mm-hmm. talk about someone who's set up for life. Like you don't you never have to work again. He's got residuals like, coming out yeah. of his you wow. know what. <laughs> is Sarah and, still with Holland Taylor? They are. Yeah. So they've yeah. got a nice double power, income. Power couple. Yeah. And Sex and the City's coming back. With Cynthia. Oh, yeah, that's right. with Cynthia. With everybody Cynthia. but uh, um, what's her name? Kim Cattrall. Oh, yes, yes. Cat with the wind. Um, and that's a whole other thing that we're probably not going to talk about. Um, <laughs> so there you go. That's always fun. I mean, you know, this is great. It doesn't, it, this means nothing. Like who, who gives a crap? But it's fun because we get to kind of acknowledge uh, the people in our community and it's just a fun list. And uh, although the whoever wrote this is kind of taking jabs at Kristen Stewart, basically yeah. saying despite her, people thinking she's a crappy actress uh she's doing well like that's kind of a, yeah it's not really? a it's not a very po- i don't know it's like she's clearly doing well, something right because she's there are way crappier actresses <laughs> oh yeah same <laughs> i i've never minded no i running, i think she's so. great Good i think she does what she does well she does yeah. you know it's like yeah. There are plenty of people, actor-wise, who might critique her, criticize her, who, I don't know if they trade places, but they wouldn't mind having the level of success she, she's had in life. She has had, so far, a great career. She's always mm-hmm. working. Yeah. And, like, yeah. she, she's, she takes on lots of different types of roles. So, mm-hmm. um, you yeah, know, we're, we're fans here. So, uh, good job, Kristen. Congratulations. Didn't You're they, officially rich. Didn't they <laughs> be playing uh, Princess Diana? Yeah, which... Oh, she is. I thought it was an interesting, oh, interesting. casting, yeah. but we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the She's British are thrilled with that. Exploring her rate, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh boy, that's going to be fun to watch when that starts rolling out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Well, in a less jubilant piece of nerd news, we do want to acknowledge that a uh, very beloved actress in the sci-fi. Uh, genre world passed away uh last week uh mira furlan and um i hope that's i and i i've seen i know who she is i've watched her in lost i've never watched babylon 5 i hope it is furlan not furlan i don't know if either of you know for sure but um i don't no it's uh i've never heard anything but great things really about babylon 5 never watched it but she was a huge part of that i I know people that got sort of involved with the show that knew her and just Hmm. you know had wonderful things to say about her um <clears throat> and uh apparently passed away of complications from west nile oh my which, goodness <clears throat> yeah i didn't see that coming um oh boy but yeah apparently they were putting out uh so a, apparently a classic scene from babylon 5 that she was part of i guess she, her character was like a a kind hmm. good person but who could you know be a badass when need when need be and um 
But yeah, and she was also uh, Rousseau in Lost, sort of a wild French chick that lived in the island woods, Danielle Rousseau. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember she was kind of scary, but I think she turned out good. It's been a long time since I saw that show, so I don't remember her fate on the show, but that's the main thing I remember watching her from. And um, But yeah, she was only 65. Oh, boy. But yeah, West she, she was working on an autobiography. Oh, yeah. I wonder how she how she contracted West Nile. I know that like it does not say. I know um, that mosquitoes carry it. Uh, yeah, had she traveled? Scary. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. That's very sad. That's very sad. Yeah, she seemed like um, she was she was a very beloved uh, actress among yeah these two person fandoms. and her for her parts and yeah, um they don't I don't see anything going into depth about how she died. Says she died peacefully in her home, which is, you know, Hey, it's how you want to do it. Yep. Well, but yeah. We'll change directions a little bit. We are doing Again, some abrupt zigzagging. <laughs> our turns. Yes. <laughs> We're going to bring you down just to build you up. again. <laughs> <laughs> they say that's the foundation of any healthy relationship. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Is it? <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. Sure. You got to segue somehow. It's an emotional roller coaster. Oh. <laughs> Keeping it feisty, you know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to talk about Batwoman. Before we get into the full kind of our review of the first episode featuring Javicia Leslie, she was named Performer of the Week by TV Line. For her performance in the, well, I'll say, I won't say pilot episode, her pilot episode Hmm. as Batwoman, the season two premiere. Um, That's, and TV Line says, there's been a lot of fanfare around Leslie, who makes history as the first black woman to portray Batwoman on screen. She had the difficult task of carrying that responsibility while introducing an original character in a show brimming with already established characters and with a full season under its belt. Leslie handled that immense pressure like a pro Hmm. and in her stellar debut delivered a wholly likable hero worthy of continuing Batman's legacy or Batwoman's legacy. But that's not what it says. It says Batman's legacy. That's interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Hmm. Did they refer to it as the pilot, her pilot episode? No, that was just me. Okay. never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Because it it almost felt like a new show. Like a pilot. Yeah. Right. I get that. Um, so good, good for her. So we're going to go on to Batwoman um, coming up. Are we doing that next? Let's do it. Should we just, well, should we just not do an we'll awkward segue in into that? We'll just go on smoothly on into that? Yeah. Let's, let's just roll right in. All right. So Batwoman premiered. Uh, well, we record on Sundays, this podcast. So another episode is coming out later tonight. But we watched last week's premiere of season two featuring Javicia Leslie as Batwoman replacing Ruby Rose. And uh, we all watched it, right? Kat, mm-hmm. You watched it? Okay. okay. I did. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have thoughts. I don't know how in-depth we want to go about this. We don't need to do like a play-by-play, but. No, let's not, we don't have to do play. We can just do like kind of general and then pick up particular yeah. moments and stuff. So Overall the background behind this, yeah, is that Javicia is taking over for Ruby Rose, who was replaced on the show <laughs> for a Sounds very, like mutually reason. agreed upon yes. part. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, so Javicia plays Ryan Wilder, who is also queer on the show and both off the show as well. Mm. Um, and so the setup to this, because when we left 
Ruby Rose's Batwoman last year, um, there was no indication that she would just poof, go missing, right? Or right. not be on the show anymore. Right. So this episode started out with, well, we see uh, Javicia, a character we don't really know yet, and her, is it like a Volkswagen van? Type yeah, of like a van. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like a, um, and a plane crashes, or she sees, looks out to see, she hears some parts falling to the ground. Yeah. A plane is crashing over this kind of beach area where she's staying. Um, and she's like, what the hell? She goes out there, looks among the wreckage. Um, she helps save the life of a, look, I think it, that was another uh, homeless person. So she is, she's homeless. She's living in this van. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's able to do CPR on this person and revive them. And then there's a flashback along with that, with her doing CPR as well on her mother. We just kind of piecing together. We don't really know what happened yet. Um, And in the wreckage, she finds the bat suit, which is, you know, the first indication that, Oh no, this is of course (laughs) Ruby's plane or Kate Kane's plane. Yeah. Uh, What, what's going on here? So I feel like it kind of happened in quick succession. Like she's in her, there's not much setup of her in the van before mm-hmm. this plane crash um, before it kind of alerts everybody to, Oh wait, Kate was supposed to land this morning. Oh, her flight got delayed. Oh, it was supposed to land 10 minutes ago. Oh yeah. God, that was Kate's flight. Right. And they found, yeah. So however, they did not find at least not right away, Kate's body. Uh, whereas they did find the pilot but they have not yet found Kate. So that's kind of a running mystery throughout the episode mm-hmm. that they still haven't found Kate. So we don't know if it was kind of a sabotage of the plane or if they kind of uh, put out this story that it was a re- recalled part on the plane that caused the crash. Mm. Uh, but they're still doubting if Kate's still out there or whatever. So she's not officially dead throughout right. this episode. Yeah. So first impressions of Javicia kind of set up originally on this. That was a question for you guys. I'm going to say. <laughs> not <necessarily. laughs> um, I My first impression is it. the show is fun again. I feel like watching it la- towards the middle of last season, I was just like, Ugh, I guess I'll just continue watching. This was fun. This is a fun episode. I love the car chase. The you know this the guy who were, who who was pretending to be Batman chasing her through this carnival, um, she just uh, she just looks like she's having so much fun with this character. Yeah. Looks like Javicia's having a good time. They have a really great emotional backstory set up for her with her and her her foster yeah. mom. And um, I really liked how they unraveled that like throughout the episode. It was cool because they, like you yeah. said, like they didn't, they probably didn't want to have a big like, well, this is the, this is her backstory. This is a bunch mm. of exposition that you need to know. Like it was smart. They kind of intercut that throughout the show. And I really like how they associated that. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to that, but where, okay. where Mary compares her experience to um, Ryan's experience. Yeah, it was cool. That they, was very yeah. well done. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, generally I liked it. I think Javisa is going to do a great job and she's probably the reason why I'm going to keep coming back and watching the show. Yeah, she definitely, there was definitely a lightness about it just right off the start. Um, You know, uh, even, you know, when she finds the suit, when she kind of tests out the suit. Yeah. um, 
yeah, it, she definitely has a comedic president presence that wasn't quite there uh, or felt a little forced before. Yes. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, but uh, Wendy, what are your thoughts? Same. I think she's good. I think you need that sort of more, you know, but she's obviously going to be a better actor all the way around, you know? Um, And I think she does bring that more fun, you know, part of me even thought she's, she's very like cool and well put together and, peppy for like she's living in a van after going through all this crap but you know it's a cw show it's you know (laughs) it's they're not going to make her like really rough and struggling but i did you know when i think she shows that she's she can go between being fun and this likable energetic hero but she can beat the crap out of a person and i do like that they set up when she was talking to the the counselor about well, you taught martial arts for all these years. Like, yes. okay, now we know we don't have to wonder why she's all of a sudden good at this. Um, right. right. The suit isn't magical. It's not magically going to make her a good <laughs> right. martial artist. And they, they gave her a, uh, you know, one review I read said, I wish they could have just made her like a victim of the system who just wants to fight injustice as opposed to I've got a dead family member to avenge kind of thing, but whatever. Sure. Um, I mean, but does it alert? Spoiler alert. Oh yeah. Big spoiler. Don't you have to kill off like someone's parent in every episode of a CW show? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I like her. And I love the moment where she's like listening to statistics about, you know, I'm keeping the suit. I got stuff to do. Break it down because yeah, there are points at which, so she finds a suit. She decides to go try it out, see what what all's happening. She doesn't know what all the buttons. Do <laughs> that was a cute moment where she's, she's like figuring out some of these like she's random swinging around. Or, yeah, so she's like, she's like, look, you can. <laughs> I want to know where somebody is. I don't know what this button does, <laughs> but we can find out together. Yeah, or, and I can do something, you know, right in your face, or you can tell me what I want to know. Right, um, because she's trying to. She's trying to find someone, but we don't really know who quite mm-hmm. yet. That's right. Um, because through a series of flashbacks, we kind of put together what happened, that she was had been released from prison from a crime that she says she was framed for because the crows are dirty, which we found out last year was in fact true. Right. Um, but at least one member of them had been operating um, something shady on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, you know, and then also she, so she had just gotten out and her mother, her adoptive mother, uh, she was going to move back in with her and they just got in this great apartment. The landlord <sighs> lets them in yeah. and then we see this happens that there are squatters inside the apartment um, that ended up killing the landlord and her mother beating yeah. them and then Horrible. really beating her to death as well. So, uh, yeah. And you want to go out, into, uh, yeah. Who the squatters spoiler work alert. for. Okay, if you don't want to... <laughs> the whole thing's the spoiler alerts. That yeah, it's true. Right. It's true. So we find out later in another flashback when Alice walks in to this apartment and says, hey, what went on here? <laughs> and her the the gang said, hey, oh, you know what? These guys walked in on us. We had to take care of them. You know? And she's like, well, what the hell are you doing? So she didn't like order this hit or no, anything. it was... It's just yeah. members of her you know, gang that, that happened to be in this place. It was just a bad luck um, of why this happened. It's not like an ordered hit on them or anything. Right. Wrong place, wrong time. Right. Uh, but Javicia is still conscious, or I should say Ryan, <laughs> um, after, or semi-conscious after she is beaten um, and is able to at least put together that it is Alice um, that is responsible and 
one way or another. So um, then we learn that throughout the episode. So it goes from, well, right. She kind of has a more personal reason um, to seek justice mm-hmm. versus just, oh, the suit is cool. I'm going to try it and see what happens. Right. Um, so I can feel powerful, right? Because it, there's one point where she says that this suit is power mm-hmm. because the social worker that she was working with said, well, you, you can do whatever you want. You have all these opportunities now and this and that. And she's like, no, I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. No one will hire me exactly. because of this. The, this I was trained. No one believes me. The system she's is like, stacked against me. I can't yeah. get ahead. And, you know, like, it's... What world yeah. are you living in? She, she it's needs, not mine. She needs a break. She needs something and, and she's just not finding it. And the, the suit is her break. This is her way to at least maybe avenge her mother's death. Right. And, and so when Luke and Mary find her, she's like, look, guys, I'm just going to borrow the suit. Okay. I'll be right. You know, <laughs> because I'll they be- track it. The has <laughs> a tracker. Right. So they follow... The, the suit is key to their communication That's right. throughout the episode. Yeah. So they track the suit and they, they find her in earlier uh, when Wendy referenced their interaction in like a sewer or an alley or something. Yeah. yeah. Some like that underground was. thing. Yeah. yeah. So oh. she's like, I'm just going to borrow this. Bye. So she yeah. <laughs> takes off. Like, like, I'm not done with this yet. So <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Gotta go. So she like shoots a thing and she gets lifted into the air and they're like, oh, crap. Oh, man. Um, meanwhile, Bruce Wayne, uh, fake Bruce Wayne with right. the creepy guy that's obsessed with Bruce Wayne wearing his face um, is kind of working his way in. He's back at Bruce Manor. He's trying to fool everybody into thinking that he's Bruce Wayne and he's back. Um, Bruce lame. Bruce lame. <laughs> that's so yeah. true. That was awesome. So anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was cat. Good job. <laughs> uh, so we got that going on. So he's looking for the suit as well, so he can be Batman again. Even though my whole question was, how's he going to fit? It ain't going to fit him. He's not. They exactly. Like it's a whole different suit, pretty much. I Unless, think the yeah. Batman suit is like somewhere else. Does it like mold itself to whoever's wearing it? I feel like Kate in this first season didn't she? kind of fit Alter, it to her yeah. and he's gonna have to redo the suit a little bit she did say something like i made some modifications right right he did that, you know, i mean boobs. there's no way he can probably boobs. get one leg in there right you know if, it was, if, if kate kane <laughs> aka ruby rose in theory wore that suit this dude ain't fitting in that suit no, she's tiny yeah yeah she's tiny but whatever so, yeah <laughs> whatever it's a if, show called batwoman exactly so we're just gonna if, go with it. if that's the problem you have with the show then yeah, watching whatever. watching the wrong show. Right. So, you know, so Mary and Luke. Luke, is it Luke, are after the suit and fake Batman is after the suit. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, and everyone thinks maybe possibly Kate's still alive if, if there's a Batwoman running around town, right? right. Or at least Batwoman. Is. Okay. So there's a lot of layers to this going on. There is. Uh, <laughs> Alice is there trying to trick her dad into... I don't even know what it is at this point, but she has a very think, in-depth agenda. Of what? Yeah. She well, she had a plan. Happened. Yeah. She wanted yes. the plan to be that he uh, somehow kills that woman. Kills yeah. that woman with the kryptonite, and then discovers, "Holy crap! It's my daughter!" Right. But since that plan is thwarted, I love that she tells him. Just says, yeah. "Kate, yeah. that woman, yeah, that's great." And uh, he tells him, yeah, exactly in an epic way, like. Use your eyes, like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a like, lesbian oh, superhero. No your daughter, yeah. come on! 
lesbian and out lesbian. No, that can't be true. And then he's like, oh God. You know, like, come on. like, She's like, you light up the bat signal. She's not going to show up. And so eventually he does and realize Batwoman's not coming because, oh my God, it's my daughter who's also missing. I, I do like that aspect. Yeah, and I've read a yeah, lot of things was- about how Alice's lack of closure with her sister is going to drive her character because she didn't. Mm-hmm. That was her whole thing with her sister and how they yeah. didn't keep looking and all that. Now she's just mm-hmm. sort of. And, and I, then they tricked her and put her back in, got, in, the, yeah. got, in the asylum. Oh my God. That That's was sad cool. for me to watch last year. And I did like when uh, fake Bruce was sleeping with those women and one comes down and says something oh to him and she just like <laughs> throws that thing into her neck. I was like, okay, Alice isn't going to become like <laughs> too good. Like she's just like yeah. off in the lady friend. Yeah, for no yeah. reason. For no He's reason. Like, what the hell? She well, she was irritated. The lady got in the way. She was, was she naked? I don't remember, but she just yeah. takes her out. Well, like, yeah. what's he going to do with that? How's he going to get rid of that body? Yeah. <laughs> that, um, compl- that complicates things. They have, I guess. Uh, what do they call them? Fixers. They probably have a fixer. <laughs> oh, right. So, some of the key moments in this episode that I really liked. Yeah. Because at first, you know, it started out like, it's kind of started like at a fast pace for me where I was like, whoa, okay. It took me a minute to kind of like get into Javicia and the story kind of catch up. Not in a bad way, but, you know, I was, you know, like in any pilot episode, I'm just going to keep calling this pilot. You know, they got to cram a lot of stuff into a short amount of time yeah there's a lot they have to set up but they have that first interaction together with uh ryan luke and uh mary mary thank you maria i don't know why uh (laughs) channeling cat right now Uh Um, it's not easy is it (laughs) no (laughs) um you know, so that first interaction where they're almost mad at her like what the hell she just wants to parade around in this suit so then after that um, almost for the, the same reasons out of this like frustration, uh, Mary goes, she's like, I got to find out about this girl. Like, who the hell is this? So she goes and does her own research about Ryan Wilder and, you know, who she is and right. what got her here. Her story. Meanwhile, at the same time, we have Ryan looking into Kate Kane to see like, okay, well, this is the same person. She was Batwoman. She, and she says she was a hero, not just in the suit, but also out of the suit because mm-hmm. of all these things that she did including like opening this gay bar as like to be a safe space for people donating all, donating all this money um so she comes to this realization ryan does that says you know what and she's even kind of talking to this this sounds silly a plant that symbolizes her mom yeah. or like that reminds her of her mom that her yeah. mom gave to her um and she goes you know what you're right it, i think the right thing for me to do would be to return the suit because i'm not that hero that kate was she was this hero not just in the suit, right. but the city you know, needs this a hero belongs to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Me. Um, meanwhile, Mary is coming to the realization of, oh, she's figuring out, okay, well, she was, says she was framed for this, uh, the crows being corrupt, which mm-hmm. now they know um, could very well be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this horrific thing that happens uh, with when she's finally getting her life back together. And she says, her mom died in her arms. I get it now. Because of the same thing that Mary went through when her when Alice killed her mom totally. on the stage. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's like this like once again, Mary makes that connection. Yes. <laughs> At least for me, Mary a lot of times is always that that force that kind of pulled things together for me when when Ruby wasn't doing it for me. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, Mary Mary has really had the, to do kind of like the heart of the, of the team, you know. Right. The connective tissue. 
Yeah. And so she, at that moment, I was like, oh, like I, it clicked for me. And I was like, okay. And she almost became a little more sympathetic to Mary. Totally. Like, you know, like, okay, I see why she wants to get freaking revenge. She, you know, wants to, that's why she wants to take out Alice. Like right. she, you know, she, she gets it. She's like, and then she's even defending her saying, hey, Luke, you know what? She did a pretty good job at taking care of those other, but you know what? Maybe she should just keep the suit. <laughs> She's a pretty good fill in. Um, yeah. So they kind of have this really great symmetry on one side, like researching the other. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I like and so Brian has made the decision to give the suit back. Um, meanwhile, fake Bruce has located the suit, right? right? Because she's, Brian has turned on the tracking device that allows them because she's saying, "Hey, Luke, Mary, come get the suit. I don't need it anymore." Right. But now Bruce, fake Bruce, can see it. So he recovers that a random Batmobile that's been sitting in the cave. Yeah, all behind here. a wall that he blew up. That was weird. And then apparently yeah. Luke didn't even know the Batmobile was there. Right. Yeah, it's strange. But so, this weird obsessive guy that was obsessed yeah. with Bruce, and it's not even really yeah. Bruce. It's fake Bruce. So how would he even right. know to use that tool to find the Batmobile? That seemed weird. But whatever. Good questions. Yeah. All Whatever. good questions. He must have just been really obsessed. Okay. So he's been down there in some capacity before. Maybe. Mm, Who knows? Maybe. So they take out. The, so he drives the Batmobile and it becomes this great chase where he, him, the Batmobile is chasing Javicia in her VW van. <laughs> and, That's uh, quite the contest. So Mary yeah. and Luke use the Batsuit once again to communicate back to her and say, hey, Fake Bruce is on his way to get you. Run for it. <laughs> and so she she hears that. She's like, oh, crap. So she gets in. She starts driving her, her van. And I think one of the, the lines I really liked was, well, she, they're like, you got to go faster. She's like, this van doesn't even have hubcaps. <laughs> totally. Like, oh, I'm trying to outrun the freaking Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> so she does to some extent. She's able to hide. And then she did a good epic, job. Yeah, she did a pretty good job. <laughs> Not bad. And there's an oh because Luke finds out how to hack into the Batmobile, which he comments he shuts it down. Right oh, at yes. that, he said, "Well, ten minutes ago, I didn't know the Batmobile existed." Because Mary's like, "Can you hack into it?" Thank God for Mary, given <laughs> given all the good ideas, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then there's an epic showdown underneath the roller coaster between that's right Ryan Wilder's Batwoman and Fate Bruce Wayne. And there's another great moment here that really got me. Because, you know, I was feeling I was feeling her and I was like, all right, I like her as Batwoman. Um, what re- really got me was, you know, they're fighting, they're doing what they do. Um, but then he, fake Bruce Wayne grabs the plant that her mom gave oh, her. Basically, right. like, Don't touch the plant. The oh, my God. Her mom gave her, right? And yeah. he throws it and breaks it. And at that moment, she was like, no! Like this really, like, very <laughs> um, just raw-seeming scream yeah um and then she's like oh hell no and then she goes and she literally beats the fake face off of fake bruce wayne yeah and you just aggro. see all this like you know this you know not a, i won't even say like, it's an anger but it's it you know it's like she is not messing around you know um and she he's he's done yeah <laughs> so uh they don't even try to make it like oh he's gonna come back from that no she didn't. Did he? Did she kill him? I assume not. Uh, I assume she didn't kill him, but his know. fake face definitely was coming. Fake off. face is done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The fake face is done. They didn't hold up on the whole. Um, oh, we're just going to have her do one or two punches and he's out. 
It was like punch, punch, punch. He's on the ground, punch, punch. And you know what? I was rooting for her. I was like, you know what? It was, yes. Yeah. It was a scene where normally the other character would say, no, he's not worth it. And hold, yeah. the, hold the hero <laughs> exactly. back. But totally. in this like, one, there was no one to hold her back. No. <laughs> no, she didn't take any mercy. It was like Cobra Kai, straight out of Cobra Kai. No mercy. <laughs> and it was just fine. Because um, he broke that plant. And oh, I, even I was like, no. Not the not plant. The plant. <laughs> That plant so had, did, a, had know, a seat belt on the first scene. It was really cute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it felt like they did a good job of building up. They even built up the importance of that plant. They right. built up, you know, the importance of, you know, what the only things that she has left is in this van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that why she has such a strong connection to the suit and wanting to use the suit and wanting to keep others safe. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I really enjoy it. So those are the few moments, the Mary moment where they, that, you know, where they both kind of come to this realization, Hey, this person's a hero. I don't deserve this. And this person, Mary says, Hey, I get it. I get why she can fill these shoes. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed it. It really hit home in the last like 20 minutes for me in the second half. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I think, I think it's going to be a fun season. Yeah. And I, I, um, I was reading one in a review, I guess about, thinking, oh, they didn't make her a central enough character, and how are they going to juggle the different characters, and hmm. she seemed more of like a secondary thing, and are they going to have to lose some of the supporting characters to make her? It's like, no. It's like, no. to me, it's a second season of a show where you know everybody else but her, and yeah. the whole story was revolving around Sophie and Mary and Luke and all these other characters, and so I don't, I think they'll work her in fine the more she integrates with them, and the end of this episode, um, the kryptonite that she got hit with, she just kind of tossed off like, oh, I'm fine. They can't kill me with kryptonite. But it's uh, it's spreading. Like there, she That's has right. a hole and it's kind of spreading into her system. So it's like it's she's got reason something. to go back and say, right. um, help me. What can I do about this? <laughs> she ultimately does return help the me. suit. And yeah. yeah, so then, you know, you think that that's it, but then she's going to need their help. Yeah, pretty soon. for sure. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, I think I think Mary's going to be the one that's like, you know, maybe she should. Yeah, be and I think that is perfect. I think that's yeah, perfect, agreed. and I loved. I do. I mean, I loved how they did it. That the, because if you didn't focus also on the grieving process, yeah, you, you know, had to do that. Of all of those characters that you already loved from the first season, that honestly, I've always loved those characters a little bit more mm-hmm. than. I know. Than because they are more relatable, and I, you know, could connect with them more. Yeah. Um, so I, I was, I love that. I, okay. I didn't feel like it was too much at all. I felt like it was no. a good balance of. You got to work her people. in. They did a good job. No, it. It, yeah. You're right. There's so much going on. It's, mm-hmm. you know, there's Kate. You have to explain what happened to Kate. You have to tie in what happened at the end of last season. You have to people's reaction to Kate. Like, yes, this is, was probably yeah. a very complicated script and a very complicated edit. Oh yeah. So now complicated this... to figure out how to make it make sense. Exactly. Yeah. So they got past then... the first one. So now they get to kind of take a little more time and get her more. Because you're right, she's not part of the team yet. Once they're part, once she's part of the team, then you can. They're going to all be in scenes together, and they're going to compress some of this stuff. Right. So it'll make more sense. On top of all that, you had the stuff with Alice going on and kind of where she's going, and they mentions of Sophia. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You know, just a few mentions, um, but you know yeah. that's going somewhere. And then you got Sophie uh, also right. getting this letter. We didn't even mention Sophie. Right. <laughs> Sophie, meanwhile, like grieving, she's trying to figure out, like, no, she's still out there. I'm not going to give up. And then, oh, what's the blonde girl's I name? That they're kind of, uh, oh, Alfred's daughter. Alfred's Pen- daughter. Penny. 
Pennywise, something. No. Is it Penny? The blonde woman. The blonde woman. The blonde woman. That's Alfred's daughter. Um, she figures, she's actually the one that figures out that Bruce is not Bruce because he doesn't know the code name for Alfred. Right. Um, Pennyworth. Sorry, Pennyworth. Yeah. Jenny Pennyworth. Pennywise. Julia Pennyworth. Okay. Yeah. So she is uh, kind of puts that together, and, which really drives the rest of everybody else thinking, like, oh, duh, how did I not know that wasn't Bruce? Right. Um, and then she and Sophie have are kind of a, a thing now. They're a thing. Oh, yeah, they're a thing. <laughs> and she's essentially asking Sophie, Do you, are you still in love with, with Kate? And Sophie says, well, I think she says, like, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, you know, she, and then Kate writes her this letter, read aloud by Sophie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Not Kate. No, no, no. no. Normally it would be in the, yeah, the voice of the voice of writing the letter. And Tara and I both had the same reaction. Like, wait, not, is that? No, that's Sophie, but it just feels weird that it's not. Her internal voice. Right. Right. I was like, I had that same reaction because I, and it didn't even sound like Sophie to me at first. I was like, it took a second. Yeah. For me too. Kate Kane? No, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, they could have, but they didn't. They, they could have could have found a voice match, but <laughs> just piece together words from the last season. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's... I love you. I am <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it would have been a better delivery than Ruby Rose. Oh, come yeah. on, Cat. Why? Oh, You're harsh. So, so mean. You're Ugh. not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> and I was really rooting for her. It just. And I think part of the problem with with her with Ruby was that she's tr- they made her hide her Australian accent. Right, you've mentioned this before. It's really, yeah. it's like, tough. Oh, you could hear it, you know. And oh man, it's a lot to have to think about. I'm sure. Like, yeah. you know, if you're focused on trying to get your accent right, how how are you? How can you get into that character emotionally? Like, you know, I right. I, I give her all the benefits of the doubt. We've talked about it. She just maybe was not the right person for this role. And she just, you know, why, you're not going to say no. If they say, hey, do you want to be Batwoman? You're going to say no. Would you say no? No. no. You'll say yes. Figure it out later. And she just didn't figure it out. Well, I think they did a good yeah. job with her replacement. So I think, yeah. you know, the more it goes on, I think it's going to be It's going to get better. Great. Yes. We'll see. You know, I think it'll yeah. be better. I'm very excited. It's going to be a good season. It's going to be fun. Well, All right. Well, I think it's time. Sh- well, before we do that, before we do that, Cat Burrell alert. We really don't know alarm sounds. No, we <laughs> okay, so. Alert, alert. This is us explaining to you, the listener, how you can be entered to win the Cat Burrell two-minute one-on-one video chat on Sunday, February 7th. It's uh, the chat. Your your chat would start at 5.45 p.m. Eastern. What? Eastern. Okay. So figure that shit out. We think that's Super Bowl Sunday, right? <laughs> yes. So. It is. Deal with it. Um, so this is what you got to do. You need to, and guys, correct me when I'm wrong. You need to, on Twitter or Instagram, you can only answer once, so you get to pick a platform. You need to tag us in a in a tweet or an Instagram post and tell us what question you are dying to ask Kat during your 
one-on-one if you win it. And that enters you into to win. And then we will announce the winner on February 5th, the Friday before the chat. Yes, and we will contact you. Because obviously we won't announce, we'll announce it on the show, but it'll be after the fact. So we will contact you directly yes, on and, Friday. And maybe if you're up for it, you can come on and tell us all about your, oh, one-on- your one-on-one. That'd be fun. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's the deal. We're, this is very exciting. And we hope this is easy to understand. <laughs> we try to make this simple but yeah good luck enter to win it's going to be so great it's caprell how can it be bad uh so there you go end of caprell alert you. yes good luck good luck <laughs> may the luck of caprell be with you <laughs> may the odds be ever in your favor <laughs> okay let's move on to wandavision yeah now tara you weren't with us last week when we talked about it uh just sort of generally how are you en- how how did you enjoy the first two episodes when you watched them well i i i enjoyed them and my friend my longtime friend abby was actually visiting um she's an airplane mechanic which is pretty cool, cool. Yeah. That's um, she also had me i won't say maybe watch but kind of maybe <laughs> after another show called Dollface, which i really want to talk about if not today another day because huh. it's a great really really freaking funny show okay it was hilarious but we watched wandavision first love it um and I mean, we, I, I really liked it. I think I had a lot of fun with her being here too. Um, just getting all the kind of like the inside little, she actually pointed out a few things to me that I didn't notice Oh, cool! as far as little Easter eggs. Nice. Um, but I liked it in this because I had, I let myself, I had read the reviews. I had read like essentially what it kind of is that you kind of just have to like, let yourself enjoy it being this kind of like totally unrelated Marvel thing. You're not going to see superheroes shooting them up, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, It's going somewhere. So just trust it. So that's how I went into it. And I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was creative. (laughs) Yes. I don't know where it's going. Like it's hard, you know, but I thought, uh, I love Elizabeth Olsen and, Still think wish she would have had made a cameo for her sisters on Fuller House. Um, <laughs> <laughs> side note, um, but yeah, I, I liked it. So I, uh, what do you? I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear last week, so uh, I don't know what you guys thought of it. Good, generally good. I, uh, for whatever reason, this show's really ho- doing it for me. I'm loving it. I'm all in on this. Yes. I really, really love it. So, um, yeah, I thought it, it, it's fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was just different. It was like, it, I mean, I laughed out loud a lot of times, <laughs> including this last episode. Yes. Um, it's just interesting. It's weird. Uh, you know, but they're it throwing is. in these little nuggets that like, Ooh, are very intriguing. Yeah, I love the thing, the fact that, you know, there's something bigger than this going on. And I love how they've worked in, you know, in, TV episode kind of feels like through the decades, and totally. um, so clever. You get little hints, yeah. You little get little hints of the bigger picture, and and uh, was it AK that said she couldn't get into all the fluff, waiting for the little nuggets? But yeah. I'm loving the fluff. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm all saying she's yeah, all amazing. of it. I love her. I'm really trying to put myself in like that place of I I am. I don't know what the term was. My superpower is telekinesis. I control things with my mind, all these things. My mind plays such a big part of, you know, more than regular who I am or what I'm able to do, the special things I'm able to do. And my mind power is so much 
greater than anyone can else can other like even fathom because my superhero power is my mind, hmm. right? So why would I need to create this safe space hmm. of the most one of the most familiar things, which are these just very safe feeling um you know, a sitcom of some kind, something that's been created. Low stakes. Uh, very, yeah, low stakes. Yeah. You know that that the that the end game, pun intended, <laughs> is not gonna be people poofing out of existence. It's right. gonna be a silly ending. It's gonna be something that you can predict. Um hmm. that I would force myself to go to that kind of space. It just happens to be this kind of space that she's right. picked. Um in order to just calm myself, because when you're grieving a loss, the ama- the amount mm. of emotions that you feel when your mind really amplifies feelings and emotions so much mm. that you have to go back to something very basic to be able to control those emotions and get through it. So I, I try to put myself in that. And I think I did a really good job of throwing in those moments, of course, you know, when the B guy comes out or when this happens and she's like, no, or the guy's choking. She's like, right. she just, nope. nope, start, she's go just back. like, no, I'm not. Yeah. She's Cut like, it out. Redo. Edit. Yeah. Right. She's like any little part of any drama. She's like, nah, I don't like, you can see her pushing in a way. So you think she created this simulation, let's call it. I don't know if she was forced to create some kind of simulation or she's being held in there against her will. But I think, I think it was to some point of her choosing. She definitely has some control because you're right. She's been able to kind of hit the reset button a couple of times when, when shit's getting too weird. Right. And when even if we're going to talk about this week, she was able to boot somebody from whatever simulation this was. Yeah. Well, I definitely think controlling it the more you see of it i think this is something of her making for whatever reason yeah yeah and i think because even in that i think the first episode when you kind of heard through the static of wanda come back come back wanda can you hear me can you hear me i think she's really pushing out even anyone that's trying to draw her back to reality that she's she's pushing it away right and i definitely think somebody's watching but (laughs) for sure and i mean you know again we won't go uh blow by blow but uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So just to cut to the end then, this Geraldine character uh, somehow seems is disrupting what Wanda wants. So you're right. She 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 kicks her out of town. Well, she flat out, uh, you know. She kind of outed herself. Well, she, she brought up, you know. Her brother. Uh, right. Yeah, Petra. Wanda's talking about yeah, her brother yeah, Pietro. Pietro. And she, she comes up and basically says, wasn't he killed by Ultron? And so, which one is like, oh, hell no. I ain't bringing yeah. reality into this. But I, Flicks her you out. know, it's hard. That's the thing. Like, does she try to bring reality to Wanda? Is that what I don't she's think doing? She does. Like, what I did feel it like, like, why did she even I, make that mistake? I think Geraldine is trying to, to get Wanda out of it. I think Geraldine is on Wanda's side and is trying mm-hmm. to do the yeah. best thing for her. But you're right. Wanda doesn't want to know anything about the reality of the situation because Vision is actually dead. And she kicks her out of town. But when we see her land it's as if she's been thrown out of some sort of you know there's these big almost like uh towers with this it looks like a signal or some sort of force field is separating it from so is wanda did wanda create the force field like i i have right. no idea what's a going on for the town right there like a physical sign 
Yeah. So is it like straight up Truman Show where there's like a bubble Maybe. there? I think it is. Created, I think you know? it's Truman Show. Yeah. But See, this is why it's so intriguing. It's very. <laughs> but who, yeah, disappointed but who, to find out, probably. <laughs> oh, you think I it's... Love not, the it's yeah, the mystery is always better than the actual payoff. Um, yeah, no, I think Geraldine is trying to get Wanda back to reality. It is the S.W.O.R.D. logo. So I think based on the fact that S.W.O.R.D. is part of S.H.I.E.L.D., I can't imagine it's an evil entity that's right. involved somehow. Because yeah. she's... Um, yeah, it's supposed to be another Nick Fury thing. The where good, S.W.O.R.D. is the space the good version guys, of right? S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then when the neighbors... Uh, what is it? What's his name? The next one. Uh, I'm looking. Is it Herb? Is it, uh, it's Herb, and I forget the woman's name. We're Agnes. Really, Agnes. Agnes. Yes. Uh, Ag- I love her. Agnes is same. Same. Casting of Catherine uh, Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. yeah. She is so In this role, it's so perfect. And I love that she gets to show kind of like a creepy, dramatic, dramatic <laughs> yes. side, but also hilarious. She so. does it all. Uh, so when Agnes and Herb are talking, and Vision kind of interrupts them. You know, Herb wants to say something, wants to say, well, she's, you know, she's, she, something about her, Geraldine not being one of them. She, she doesn't have here a house. Because we're all dot, dot, dot. There you go. Like mm-hmm. she, she's, she doesn't have a home. She doesn't have here. a family. She doesn't have a home. So I think Geraldine is some sort of disruptor. I think she is there to disrupt whatever's happening. And what are, who are the neighbors then? Are the neighbors real? Are they trapped as well? Guys, they, I well, need to know. Is it like a simulation? <laughs> You know, simulation where they're somehow put into her reality. Like maybe they're real people, but sort of inserted into this reality where to to get into her mind. Like whatever reality her mind has conjured, or have they somehow been inserted into? Like I don't know. That's why I love the show. I don't yeah. know what is happening, <laughs> and I love that. I love the it's little great. glimpses. Um, let's not forget she rapidly. Uh, got really pregnant and gave birth, and then the whole time Geraldine's there, there's like a stork walking around, like the baby's coming, the baby's coming, and she ends up having, you know, she did, and again, she did another reset when she's talking to Vision earlier about he's starting to kind of like things are kind of weird, and Bob, and she like literally like reverses, like backs him up, starts over, yeah, but um, but they have there because they've been talking about Tommy or Billy for names, and look, I don't know the comics. But I know a lot of this goes back to the comics. There were, there's, I saw an article with a drawing from the comics of Tommy and Billy. Like these are from the comics. They're oh, babies, funny. and they okay. look like freakish man babies. Their faces were hideous. Oh, good. Um, so I don't know. I know there's something about Mephisto. I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of world going on that they're pulling from. That may, who knows how right. much they'll bring and into this. Agnes, who she might be, and okay. there's a lot of different things. Got yeah. it. Wow. But she had twins, Tommy but and Billy. Know- that know how all these where all these pieces are they don't know where it's going to go because it's an interpretation of all these different pieces of the comics and pieces of characters right that they're doing something totally different with cool so even though they're kind of speculating well this might be related but we don't know where it's going to fit in later right. down the line that's fun um and then when when geraldine gets kicked kicked out of town we go back to 12 by 9 uh sorry 16 by yeah, 9 I like aspect slowly yeah expanded and then kind of like zoop, so that's kind of cool uh, and I wonder if that means we're going to be now 16 by 9 for the rest of the show. I, no, I think, I think they've got more we were fake. In reality, that's like, when we just, went back. I think you're going to go, that's going to be how you distinguish reality uh, and her and mind. the real thing. Okay, uh, cool. I just uh-uh. got this thought in my head. Oh. Do it. 
What is- like my comment earlier, how, you know, because the Olsen twins refused to go back on Fuller House because of their fashion <gasps> brand. That's what they want to do now. They, they yeah. tried to get it out in five years. And then there's even rumors that Elizabeth might go on and have a cameo or, you know, just play one For of her fun. sisters. Yeah. But if the sh- one of the shows from the <laughs> 80s or 90s is a full house parody. Amazing. Look, I think it yeah, might be, honestly. It's got to be, My right? Just blew I up. think it is. I really How feel like I not can- have these shows, these, <laughs> and not have full house. Oh. I mean, so I'm just trying to think. I don't know of, how they would make that work. She's obviously an adult now. She couldn't, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Because so the so the 70s was very much a Brady house, mm-hmm. and they, so, you know, I, I was impressed how they worked that in. It almost was, it was so similar to the Brady house, almost, but it was just shifted differently. It was, exactly, yeah. it was like they yeah. had the set and they just moved some stuff around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. And I, I love the, the shooting outdoors in a sound stage. That look is very, right. very Brady. They did that a lot of for some reason. <laughs> a lot of big blue <laughs> sykes back there. Um, so I'm, uh, yeah, now I'm really curious. Are they going to take us all the way up to the 2000s? Are we going to, so you think we're getting an 80s sitcom set and a I 90s like I've sitcom seen set? I that look like this is not the last of the TV. Now, whether awesome. they do a. Uh, full House. It seems like that would be too good to pass up. And that's nineties, um, yeah. right? That would be nineties. What I'm seeing though. Oh, okay. Wait, no, eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Oh wow. Ooh. I'm seeing teases that there's going to be some sort of shift in episode four, the next episode. Mm-hmm. No, what that means, I don't know. Look, I'm not saying what it means. I'm just <laughs> okay. saying. No, you're right. It's okay. <laughs> maybe we're gonna get a view from the outside in. I don't know. But, cool. Okay. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, it's. I think we're going to see more of the TV just from the previews I've seen. Because well, um, it's so much fun. I hope we do. I hope we see I do too. more How of it. How many episodes? Eight? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm not sure. Um, and I know I've seen when I accidentally looked too far on IMDb, the names of people <laughs> that were going to be on the show <laughs> that it. we have not seen yet. So I don't want to look any further, but I will look to see how many episodes. Um, I One thing that was pointed out was in one of the reviews I read how Elizabeth Olsen, like she's playing this sitcom version of herself, but how when she does kind of shift, especially when talking to Geraldine at the end, to her real Wanda, whatever her name is, you know, talking about a brother and everything, you could, yeah. to me, I was like, yeah, you know what? She almost looks more like the character I remember from the film, like this subtle mm-hmm. change. Maybe it's like how she looks, how she carries or herself. Yeah. 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 Cool. And I, nine episodes. Nine. Okay. Nine times. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Episode four. I'm looking at a picture. There's totally the headband. Nice. Look on the neighbor. <sighs> um, we have, I haven't really seen any previews past this Brady one, you know? I like, either. Even they're just showing previews for the show in general. Yeah. It never went into like a 90s thing or even an 80s I, thing. This looks definitely 80s for oh, sure. <laughs> Um, there are definitely other earlier 80s shows they could do and then oh for sure it, you know? yeah they could do uh, they if could they do family, shout out to Fuller House I mean I get ties, it Cosby right, show uh, yeah. yeah there's a lot of iconic 80s sitcoms if I don't get an Olsen <laughs> doing something in a Fuller House something in a Fuller House I don't know I gotta you'll, say you'll be, I, I, think robbed. I think it's almost like would they would that be too distracting from what they're trying to do? I know, but they've done. Some but I other think it'd be awesome. Meta thing. I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. 
And it'll be interesting to see, too, how mm. if they get up into the 90s or however far they go, just because I think they've done a great job at nailing the way shows felt and looked. And like, are they yeah. changed yeah. their shot? Way that, you know, I, I just I'm loving this. Does yeah, it go until the, until the present? And then she finally has to confront. Oh, like that gets we're caught now up. She gets present. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Where do I don't we go know, from man, here? But now we have to face this crap, you know? It's really fun. I'm, I'm really, I'm enjoying it too. A yeah. lot. And, and just, I feel like if, if you're not appreciating you know, it, the, the Easter eggs are great. If you follow any mm-hmm. Marvel. Um, yeah. All the commercials. Yeah, the big commercials. commercials. Oh, yeah. Like go like get away without getting away. And yeah. which me, to me, it was like, is that sort of a thing? Like getting away without leaving where you like the whole somewhere else in your mind thing. Right. Was that mm-hmm. sort of to do with yep. that? So, and, I don't know, but this is awesome. It's fun. It's fun. And, you know, we only have, what, six more episodes now? How do you say? Eight? Nine. Nine. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Yeah. six. So, there's quite a few. We got a long way to go. uh, Okay. All right. And I'm I'm on full out, full on board. I'm, like, looking forward to Fridays. Like, I look forward to The Mandalorian. This has hooked me in the Marvel Universe. And I love that they're doing something totally not what you're used to seeing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And I'm just letting myself be into it. I think it's really cool that, you know, yes, it's silly. Yes, it's different. um, But when you're, again, your mind is your superpower and it's amplified by so many times what, you know, normal humans feel when they're grieving and losing something and under stress, you know, that you got to do extreme things. So I, it, to mm. me, it feels totally plausible that this oh, completely. weird thing is <laughs> that she's, this is how her coping mechanism. So yeah, totally. No. And what, you know, it's stuff she may have seen and is familiar with and is comforting. I mean, everybody always refers to like going back and like the, the 30 minute shows where everything's neatly tied up at the end. That's right. So I think it's great. Bring Agreed. me more. Bring it on. <laughs> Keep it coming. I tell you, Marvel and Star Wars, Disney and Disney plus you are setting the bar very high with your first yeah. two entries into the marvel and star wars universe tv shows so you are going to be very high, held to very high standards from here on out yeah they're, they're coming out already, swinging i already feel bad for the shows that don't measure up because they're <laughs> they're uh doing very well <laughs> with these first parts <laughs> <laughs> so there you go we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep talking about it as long as they keep making this stuff we're gonna keep watching it that's for oh. sure what else do we have to do right now? Nothing. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you, nothing. Disney Plus, for giving us things to entertain ourselves. Yes, for sure. All right. All right. Well, well, I think that about wraps it up, except let's give another shout out this week. We got uh, some more beers, guys. We Listeners are, are sending us beers every week, and we appreciate it. So we're going to shout out to Mish and Lee. Thank you both. We appreciate it. Thanks for showing us the love. You, you, if you go, <laughs> I am very drunk. Yeah, you're getting us drunk, and we are not complaining. Uh, you can go to our website, SheNerdsOut.com, and that's how you can buy us a beer. You got to click on the buy a coffee link, but that takes you to the the little portal, and it's actually beers that you're buying. Yes, us, so you're just coffee. When we say coffee, we mean beer. We mean beer. You can you can also on the website in the far in the bottom right corner there's a little microphone icon you can leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the podcast so that's fun too and it's also the website's a great way just to find old episodes and and find us on on socials and different you know there's a link to iTunes and Spotify and blah 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 check out the website and uh, thanks again for the beers cheers 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 queers <laughs> oh funny. 
Well, <laughs> if you'd like to see what we're up to on the Twitter, you can go to at Podcast one d Because it's podcast, not odd. You get okay, okay, you got it. Or on Instagram and Facebook at She Nerds Out Podcast. And you can still send us a good old-fashioned email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. And if you could uh, leave us a review, give us a rating, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps us. It helps us get out to other potential snop tarts. Uh, so please <laughs> do that. And snoplings. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. All right, ladies. Until next week, she nerd out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.